God, Ross, I have had it. You know, in the past six months, I have done everything a man can possibly do to meet a woman. Singles bars, blind dates, lecture series at the museum. I've even spent hours in the grocery store trying to look helpless in the produce department. Look, this happens sometimes. When you're on a really bad streak, you start to get desperate. Women can sense that. Mm. They can smell it. Smell it? Mm-hmm. And trust me, when a guy starts to get over-eager, mm. you know, like complimenting you too much or laughing too hard at all your jokes, you just want to turn and run. And in my experience, the minute you stop looking, the perfect person falls right in your lap. And that's from Fraser. And if you're on the dating scene and you're trying to meet someone, how do you do it? How do you do it in a way where you don't feel like you're you're undermining yourself, you're being your own worst enemy, that you're giving off the wrong vibrations. How do you feel strong and go out there and look for a partner and do it well? And that's one of the questions you can call me on. I'm Dr. Ellen Ellen Kenner. My show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. My number is toll-free 1-877-DR- K-E-N-N-E-R. Again, toll-free, 1-877-DR-KENNER. And you can go to my website, drkenner.com, D-R-K-E-N-N-E-R.com, for podcasts and articles I've written, books I recommend. And I want to welcome Elise to the show. Did I pronounce your name right, Elise? Yes, you did. Yes, you're you're in a horrible situation right now, I heard. Yes. Yeah, tell me what happened. Um, well... I'll give you a short history. My okay. child's father um, was recently incarcerated for four years. Okay. Uh, we were going to be together. decided that it was a better choice not to be together. Yeah. Uh, he just recently was released from prison in June of this year. Yeah. And um, I wasn't making very good decisions, wasn't really taking a, a stance to better himself. And I received a call at 4.30 this morning that he was murdered. Okay. Um, left on the freeway, and when the police found him, he was pronounced dead at the scene. And I wanted to know how to break this to my four-year-old. She's four years old and quite intelligent, but I'm not exactly sure how to go about this. Okay. And, yeah, I just don't know what have you thought of doing? I'm sorry? What have you thought of doing? What's crossed you? You know her very well. Um, I've, I've really just thought about sitting her down and asking her really what she knows. She soaks in a lot. She watches a lot of TV. Yeah. She, she hears a lot. She listens to a lot. And I just was thinking about asking her what she knows about heaven or, or what she knows about people not being with us anymore and, and and what she would say from there and take it from there, but I'm not exactly sure how to do it okay. or what to say. Okay, understandable. Um, uh, what, uh, when you say she watches a lot of TV, has she seen a death or has she, even in comics, you know, a Bugs Bunny or something, or has she had a pet that died? Um, What's she her ex- had a yeah. pet that was taken away. We we took her to um, the SPCA, but she all she knew was that the pet was at the doctor's. She didn't know that that the pet had passed away or anything like that. And the pet never returned, though. What did she say about that? No. Um, she it's been a while, but she she still believes that the pet's still at the doctor's. Okay, so one of the things that kids have to come to terms with is the very painful fact of death. 
And when you have an out-of-sequence death, meaning it's not a timely death, when you're 95 years old and you die, it's, man, you lived, (laughs) you were lucky. (laughs) You got to live a long life. But when you have a life that's cut short this way, and when there are complicating factors, meaning he made bad choices, and she she has not been with him routinely, I'm assuming. What what has her contact been with him? Um, well, her father's side of the family really instilled uh, with pictures and stories and, and everything who he was. But as far as her being around him personally, um, she had only been around him about four or five times. And the majority of those times, as far as I know, was with her aunt or her grandmother present it was never alone okay so did you not trust him um not really no because to me he wasn't really making any any good what did he do what was he put in jail for (laughs) two counts of robbery two he had two strikes okay armed robbery yes okay so he if this I mean, this is awful to say, but when you lose an incredibly wonderful father, it's mm-hmm. horribly sad. When you lose a person who may not have been a good influence in her life, to think that that was her father, right. it it's a different type of a loss. I don't know how to delicately say that, but mm-hmm. to have a person who who would use a gun to rob people and threaten their life may not have been the best person to... Um, have with your child. It also sounds like she has not been close with him. Who, what no. what man has she been close with? Is there a grandpa or an uncle or a, um, a teacher? I've, I've, I've had a, a live-in boyfriend for the last year and a half, two he's, years. He's a better guy? Yeah. And does she call him daddy at all? Uh, she did when she was younger. She's been around him for a little while, but... Um, I honestly believe that when she would go to her father's side of the family, they would um, keep her from saying it. So she's gotten into the groove of calling him by his first name. Every once in a while, she's the father. Dad, but for, yeah. Uh, well, no, okay. her father, they, she would call him daddy. Okay. But um, she would say, she would call my boyfriend dad, and then she would go out there, and as she start coming back home, she start calling him by his first name. Okay. In any case, l- let me sum this up. What I'm hearing is that it's a horrific loss to hear that anyone was murdered. And right. to present this to a four-year-old child, I think that you're on the right track in saying to her, um, you know, what do you know, trying to get her a context. But I think it would be perfectly fine to just say... Um, you know, people, um, oh, you don't have anything like a goldfish that died or something like that, right? No. If you had something no. like that, you could say they don't live forever, and it's very sad. Right. And daddy died. I mean, I would just say that daddy died. You don't have to go into the graphic details at the age right. of four, but daddy died. And however, you know, he, he was hurt, he died. And um, and then it, let her ask questions. Let her take the lead, because she's not. It, it's not like he was in her life every day. So it will be emotionally easier for her probably than it is for you. Right. The things not to do are to tell a child, "Don't cry. Get over it. There, there. It will be better." Right. 
obviously that's denying their feelings. You have to meet the child where they're at. Children go through very different emotions when they go through a loss. Sometimes yeah. they're tearful. Sometimes they're angry. If you have religion in the picture, sometimes they're very angry at a father. I mean, at God or a God, right. you know, whatever particular God it is. Sometimes they feel guilty uh, and they're trying to pray to God to bring him back. Um, the kids go through all contortions. My goal is to keep it science, to keep it reality based, which be right. just to say that there was that he did die. It's very sad. Um, if she does miss him, if she doesn't miss him, if she doesn't really know who he was, then you don't have to make a big deal about it. Okay. And there is, a, I think, there's a book called Everett's Loss where he loses. I'm pretty sure it's a dad. It's been a while. I have it in my office. I don't have it here, but it's a little kids book about the loss of a dad and the different emotions this little boy goes through. But that's uh -huh. assuming a close dad. You have an unusual situation where she wasn't that close. You may want to get some therapy for yourself just to go through this type of trauma, even if you right. weren't close to him, just to process it. So I hope that helps. And um, and um, I just I want to give you a hug because it's sad, even though it doesn't sound like he had the best character and it's probably better not to have him in your life, but not this way. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner on the Rational Basis of Happiness. <laughs>